Dollars and Cents with Hapo Community Credit Union helps empower our listeners to achieve financial success while living for today and planning for tomorrow. This podcast focuses on financial education, community support, fraud prevention, real-life stories of financial transformation, and much more. Hapo Community Credit Union serves Washington and Oregon with over 18 locations. Bank on more when you bank with us. On today's episode, we will be covering Visa, Debit, and Credit Cards at Hapo Community Credit Union and deep dive on some of the perks. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the podcast. We're here with Hannah today. Uh, she works with card services at Hapo Community Credit Union. We're going to talk about some Visa credit cards. Uh, my debit card has a Visa symbol on it. So does my credit card. Tell me a little bit about the difference between between those two things, what it is that you work on in the card services department. Um, yeah, so the difference between those two things is uh, your debit card, of course, is going to be connected to your savings account and checking account, whereas um, the credit card would be linked to a line of credit. Okay. And for most people, uh, having that line of credit is going to be important for one reason or another. Give us some examples of why you know uh, the people that have gotten their lines of credit, what they're using their credit cards for. Um, yeah, so, you know, members use their cards for, you know, many different things. Um, a lot of times they use them for emergencies. They have it there, you know, in case something happens. I know um, my first credit card uh, I got was exactly for that as a college kid. And then I immediately uh, used it for non-emergency things. Um, ran up a little bit of money uh, on there, a little bit of debt, and had to had to pay that off on my own. Do you see a lot of people that take it outside of the emergency range and actually start using it just like regular purchases? Um, yeah, so there are a lot of members that use their credit cards for daily purchases. Um, the great thing about that, though, is, you know, if they are using it for daily purchases, we do have, um, you know, some credit cards with perks that, you know, they can earn rewards um, from using their cards. Right on. Uh, so what type of rewards are there out there? Obviously, that means to me that there's probably a bunch of different types of cards. Um, what, what can we get off of those if we're using them regularly? Um, so we do have a couple of different um, options there. So uh, we do offer our cashback card, which you earn 2% cashback on every um, dollar spent. Um, we also do offer um, a points card, so our signature card that you can earn points to um, you know, use for traveling. Um, you can purchase you know, airplane tickets on there. Um, there's a lot of different, um, you know, options that you have to use those points on. For me, those reward points, that's what I go for. Uh, I want to spend my money to get myself something else, vacation, uh, travel, uh, golf. I'm not a good golfer, but I will go. Um, in, uh, in, in the, uh, cash back range, uh, how much are we talking about here for most people? Um, I mean, I've seen as much as uh, over $2,000 in cash back. Um, you know, typically, you know, you're looking between like $500 to $1,000. I mean, it really just depends on how much you're using that card. Um, and, you know, I've seen a lot of people benefit from that card. Um, I've seen members uh, pay for their whole entire Christmas just because of, you know, what they got for their cash back. So is there any particular time frame, like you can't take it out unless it's Christmas? Um, no, so we do offer cash back on demand. Um, as long as you know you have fifteen dollars or more accrued, um, you can request that at any point in time. If not, we do give out cash back annually. Oh, right on. So we talked about uh, some of the rewards that you can get, some of the reasons that people might have a credit card. Uh, when you're out traveling, is a uh, a, a local community credit union going to have the same type of support as, say, a major bank when I'm out uh, traveling the world? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we are, you know, there for you no matter where you're at. Um, you know, if you happen to need help after hours, you can absolutely call the after hours number on the back of your card. Um, and somebody on the phone will be able to assist you with what you need. Um, also, you know, if you are traveling, you do have access to our debit card app as well as our Visa credit card app. Um, you can go in there and turn your cards off or on. Um, you can uh, mark your credit card in there, you know, if you've lost it and you're out um, of town um, or, you know, of course, traveling, um, you could mark that as lost in your app and then automatically add the new one into your wallet, into your phone. So, um, you know, if you do still need access to that card and you're not able, you know, to have that, um, you have that option. So using a digital wallet, as you called it, on, say, uh, an Apple uh, or or an Android device, being able to pay with kind of a, is that a contactless payment or is that a different type of, of payment? Um, so if it is in your wallet within your within your phone or your device, whether it's your watch, um, that is going to be a contactless, you know, um, payment method. Uh, so really it just depends on the merchant, you know, if they're going to have that option for you. Um, but, but you're not stranded without a card, more importantly. You still have access to that one. You mentioned right. something in the app about being able to turn your, your card on or off. And then also to say if it was stolen, if I've still got my card, what's the benefit of me turning my card on or off at any given time? Yeah, so um, that feature might be used, you know, in the event that, you know, a transaction has come through on your card that you're not, you know, entirely sure of. So that gives you, you know, time to go in and look at that transaction to, you know, ensure that it was you. Um, and then, you know, if it's not, then you can at that point close out your card. Um, and if it is, then you can just have the ease of turning it back on. Okay. So in the case of somebody's managed to get my card number from whatever nefarious means and they're trying to buy gas in, say, Hoboken or, or somewhere, and I'm obviously here in Richland, I'd be able to to see that come through in the app and, and be like, no, uh, let's turn this off for now as a security measure. Um, could I use that uh, to basically just turn my card on whenever I'm actually going to make a transaction? Yeah. So that is one really nice thing about about the app is that you can go in there, you know, shut it off, you know, in the event that you're not going to be using it for a while. And then, you know, the moment that you want to go use it, you can turn it right back on and it will work right away. Oh, so there's no real delay there as long as you're connected to the internet or the, or the, the, the cell network probably. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, so outside of that, let's talk about how people tend to open up their line of credit what are some ways that uh, that people would choose to, or are there any particular times of year or something that's better to go get a card? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think all times of the year are a great time to come get your card from Hapo. But, um, you know, we do offer balance transfers, and that's probably one of our, you know, busier times of the year is when we're offering, you know, lower rates um, on our cards, you know, in the event that you want to transfer over a balance that is, you know, subject to a higher rate somewhere else. Um, now, does it matter what that uh, what that balance is on? Can this be from, say, a car loan? Does it have to be another credit card? So it does have to be unsecured debt. Um, it cannot be any type of secured debt, such as like a car loan, a boat loan. Okay, so it's not like it's a refinance, but you're still going to take whatever that old rate is and drop it down. What's a, a typical range as far as like these lower rates? You mentioned lower. But. Yeah, correct. So um, usually um, it's going to be about 
8% to 3.99 for a certain amount of time. Um, one great perk of doing a balance transfer with Hapo um, is that uh, you know, in the event that you don't pay off your whole, you know, balance that you transferred over the course of the promotional period, um, we do not go through and backdate interest. So whatever your balance is, you know, at the end of your promotional time, um, we'll just transfer over to, you know, what your regular rate is. And so other institutions might actually do a, a back, uh, a back costing or what would you call that? Um, so they will um, backdate interest, um, you know, in the event that you don't pay off that full balance that you transferred over by, like, let's say at the end of a 12-month period, um, they they could go back and, um, you know, charge any interest that might have been owed during that time. So in this case, it's it's truly going to be that promotional APR for that time frame. And then after that, it would go back to whatever the regular APR would get, would be for that card on that transfer. Correct, yeah. And how often are those uh, those type of uh, promotions going on? We do typically try to do those around three times a year. It really just depends. All right. Well, that's wonderful. Um, in this case, we talked about being able to pay off that within 12 months and how that's not necessarily a thing that you have to accomplish with a, a HAPO balance transfer. But what happens if I've got just this massive amount of debt? Is there any other other type of suggestions you have for how people could get that paid off in, say, that 12-month time frame if that's their goal? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the biggest, you know, piece of advice that we can give with that is, you know, just always trying to make more than your minimum payment. Um, the more you pay each month, obviously, the more uh, your balance will start to go down um, in return, then you're paying less interest. That makes perfect sense. Uh, do we offer uh, at Hapo any particular other guidance that people can get for uh, credit card debt type situations or regular debt situations that we help them with? Um, so we do have a full uh, financial education department at Hapo um, that is able, you know, to help and guide with any type of debt questions. Excellent. So uh, all of that's wonderful information. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to help cover uh, for our listeners today? Uh, any other features or something that we that we haven't talked about yet? Um, yeah. So I did want to go over that all of the credit and debit cards that Hapo currently offers are contactless. Um, that is the newest way to pay. Um, pretty much you just take your card and you tap it at the point of sale um, and you're good to go. So no need to swipe, no need to insert for the chip. You don't have to touch the the grimy keypad that everybody else has been touching as they're as they're punching in their their details or, or whatever else. Um, nope. The only time that you'd have to do that is you know in the event that you need to enter in your pin number. But other than that, you just tap and go. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being with us here today, Hannah. Uh, it's been enlightening, very fun, uh, and we will see all of you next time. Yes. Thank you so much for having me.